everybody, and welcome to Let's Talk Diz, where in 15 minutes or less, we give you all the information you need to know to help plan your next Walt Disney World vacation. My name is Jeff Coviello. I am your host, and joining me each and every week is Disney Master Sandy from Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services. Sandy, good to talk to you again. How are you, my friend? I am great, Jeff. How are you doing this morning? Uh, you know, I couldn't be better. I couldn't be better. Well, that's not true. I could be better. I could be in Walt Disney World as opposed to sitting in uh, the cold weather that I am up here in, in New Jersey. But you can't have everything. That is true. Think warm thoughts, and I'm sure you'll be back soon. That's right. I'm, I'm like Olaf. I'm just sitting here hoping that uh, I could get some summer right now. That'd be fantastic. Uh, so one of the things that we had talked about that we definitely wanted to discuss as soon as this idea came to the table was... The Riviera Resort. It's a it's a brand new resort that opened up in Walt Disney World. Uh, still rolling some things out, as far as I understand. So I'm gonna I'm gonna just kind of throw it over to you right now. Uh, set us up. What what is there that we need to know about the Riviera Resort before we get into any kind of room options or dining options or transportation, any of that stuff? Tell us a little bit about what you've seen about this resort. What jumped out to you uh, at first glance? So I think being the Disney girl that I am, one of the things about Riviera that sets it a little bit apart from some of the other resorts is this was really based on Walt and Walt's vacation travels and Walt's time in the European Riviera. And to be in the resort and see old family photos of Walt on vacation, if you're a Disney person, his presence there is amazing, and to know that you're vacationing in the style that he did is just amazing. I'm a big resorts girl. I love new resorts, but I have to say Riviera hits the mark. It's everything you want in a resort, and, you know, it's hard to say to people, you're going to Walt Disney World. We know you're going for the theme parks. You're going for all the entertainment. But planning your vacation really starts with the resort. And what I love about Riviera most, besides all the attention to detail and the art and the, the dining options, is its location. So it's not next to the Magic Kingdom. It's not on the monorail. I'll get the knots out there first because people always ask about them. But it is centrally located, which is always important to me. You pick a monorail resort, you're close to the Magic Kingdom, but you're further from all the other parks. This one is really center of the property. So you're in a great location to get anywhere, and it's got the new Skyliner. So hop on your one stop to Epcot, about seven-minute ride. Take one stop over, switch at the Caribbean Beach Station, and take the gondola over to Hollywood Studios, or it's got its own buses. And to me, exclusive one-stop busing is a big thing because, again, the resorts are beautiful. You want to enjoy your downtime. But let's be honest, it's about getting into the parks. And it's about time, right? It's about maximizing the amount of time you possibly can have to get from one place to the other. So I'm going to circle back to transportation in a couple of minutes. But talk to us a little bit about the room options. Because I know one of the things that was talked about when they were building this resort was that there was going to be a lot of different options based on what type of vacation you were going to have. So let's break it down. As far as I understand, there are, there are five different categories of, of room. There are. It's the most categories we've seen in a Disney Vacation Club resort. And I want to kind of talk about that myth for a second as well. If you've heard about the Disney Vacation Club, it is a timeshare, but it's in a Disney hotel. And the great thing about it is you may be a timeshare person and you may be going to Disney once or twice a year. 
Maybe the Disney Vacation Club is for you. But maybe you only go to Disney every three years, every five years, every ten years. You can still stay at a Disney Vacation Club resort. We book those for clients all the time. They're booked right through the Walt Disney Travel Company. And if you're staying there as a regular vacationing guest, it's kind of irrelevant to you that it's a timeshare. It's not some individually owned thing like going to Smuggler's Notch. It is a hotel, and the rooms are hotel rooms. However, because people own there, it's considered a home away from home. You've got some amenities that you might not have in a regular hotel room. So as you said, we've got five categories. We'll start with the one that is unique only to Riviera Resort. No other resort has this. And it's called a tower studio. What makes it most unique, it is the only room on property that has a maximum occupancy of two people and an infant. So one queen bed, and that's it. A little bit smaller on the square footage, but great on saving. But you had mentioned earlier in the show that this is uh, reminiscent of Walt's travels, right? And if anybody has spent any time in Europe, that's kind of what you're getting in some of these spots, is, is a room that looks probably more like that than some of them that we're, we've grown accustomed to, no? It is beautiful. It is Riviera reminiscent, but it's got Disney touches. So you're going to find artwork that is Disney. There's some great Beauty and the Beast pictures. There's some artwork from Wally, but it's done in French impressionistic style. It's not your typical, let's put the character from the movie on the wall. So everything is truly themed through and through. That's awesome. So so we talked about the first type of accommodation. Keep going for us because obviously not everybody's going to travel. is going to be just two people uh, and an infant. So, so what's the next level that they have? Next one is a studio, and it's one of my favorite rooms for families. It sleeps five. It's a queen bed, a queen pull-down wall bed, as I like to call it, like a Murphy bed, and then a single banquette. So it's great for families of five, but it's also great for your families of four. You might have a boy and a girl that are a little bit older. They don't want to share a bed. Mom doesn't want to sleep with the girl and dad with boy. It gives you that third bed. What really separates studios from a standard hotel room is the kitchenette. So you're going to have a microwave and a wet bar. So you've got a sink and then a refrigerator. It's great if you want to be able to pop some snacks in, chill your drinks, making it easy to go. Cool. Bathrooms are really well configured so that the toilet is separated. More than one person can be getting ready in the morning. Minimize your time in the hotel. Maximize your time in the park. So we said it's all about timing. Okay, so we got the, the studio too. What's next? One bedroom. It's also going to sleep five, but you might need a break from the kids. <laughs> You've got a bedroom. The kids are going to sleep in the living room again. We've got that pull-down Murphy bed and the single bed. You've got your own master bedroom, two balconies, a master bathroom to die for. Maybe you can sneak in a nice, soothing bath for a while. Once you get to the one bedroom, though, you get a full-size kitchen. So you're going to have a full stove, a dishwasher, in case you want to do a little bit more. You're also going to have a washer-dryer. So maybe you want to save on baggage fees. You can do your laundry in the middle of the week, throw it in before you head to the park in the morning, throw it in the dryer when you go to bed. As a mom myself, people sometimes will say to me, really, you're doing laundry on vacation? One of the worst parts of vacation to me, besides it being over, is coming home with four suitcases of laundry. 
don't mind throwing it in my last night there and coming home with all clean clothes instead of four suitcases of dirty clothes. I tend to agree with you. I will say that the one-bedroom accommodation has, has slowly become one of my favorite accommodations to take as a family and and for a lot of the reasons that you just said okay so we've got the studio we've got we've got the 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 room that's built for for two as we started off there and then we've got the studio and then the one bedroom so where do we go from there two bedrooms sleeps up to nine master bedroom with a queen second bedroom with a queen and a pull-out queen living room with a pull-out and a banquette Again, we've got the full kitchen, the washer-dryer, two full baths that are both sectioned off so you could really have four people getting ready at a time, lots of space, good way to share, maybe to bring in grandma and grandpa, and they're going to babysit one night, and you're going to sneak out. It's kind of like a guaranteed connector room. Fantastic. Okay. So a two-bedroom is actually a studio and a one-bedroom put together. That's what I was going to ask. So, so it's actually it's two different accommodations built together to, to then reach that other accommodation. You bet. Okay. And then what's next? Adequately named the Grand Villa <laughs> is so grand, it honestly is more square footage than my house. Three bedrooms, sleeps 12 living room, dining room, a full kitchen, a bar to entertain at, table that seats 10, four balconies, incredible artwork, three bathrooms. Um, I've hosted parties in them, in all honesty. We've had lots of fun, big family dinners. We've had clients and their families. It's really that big accommodation that lets everybody play. Now, I am going to dispel one myth that we get asked all the time. Sleep's 12, so people will say to me, you know, we'll get that grand villa because that big accommodation will save us money. I love the grand villa. There's nothing like it for space and luxury. However, Disney's all about square footage. It is definitely less expensive to get three hotel rooms than a grand villa that has three bedrooms. The square footage on that grand villa is about almost six hotel rooms. So you're paying for all of that space. Great room, great thing if you want to splurge, if you can do that kind of accommodation. But don't look to that to be your money saver. Yeah, and so it goes back to to the things that you've you've said to me for years now at this point, right? It really depends upon what you're looking for. You know, there's there's no one size fits all. There's plenty of options clearly at this resort, and each accommodation fits a very very specific group of people that are traveling to Walt Disney World. You bet. And that's why we love talking to guests and really getting what I call a vacation vision. Tell me about what you want to see and what you want to do. Are you spending time relaxing at the hotel? Are you leaving your room at 6 in the morning and not getting back till midnight? We like to custom fit each trip to the family so that they get everything they want. They maximize their dollars and their vacation time. Okay, so speed round here, right? I know I know. we, we talked about all the room options. Now we got some dining options. So let's go quickly through. If I'm coming there, what are the things that I need to hit? What are the things that are available to me? Oh, without a doubt, Topolino. Topolino is actually Mickey in Italian. Amazing, amazing character breakfast with super unique costumes on our characters. Beautiful dinner with a Hollywood Studios fireworks view. 
There's a pastry shop right in the lobby. Great pastries, obviously. Little themed pastries and, of course, your coffee. And then downstairs is your quick service, your opportunity for your refillable mug, mobile ordering to grab that quick breakfast, super quick pizza. And one of the other great things about Topolino, or two of the great things if I want to talk about it for dining, you can walk over to Sebastian's at Caribbean Beach. You'll be there in about a four-minute walk. Or hop on the Skyliner one stop. You can eat anywhere on the boardwalk, beach club, yacht club, all without park admission, or head into Epcot. And obviously the World Showcase has more dining choices than you want. So this is the way to get to foodie heaven. <laughs> so let me ask you this then, because you mentioned the Skyliner going over to Boardwalk. Have you found, as you're planning vacations for people that are going here and they're interested in staying at the Riviera, have you found that the Skyliner is something that you continually talk about? Skyliner is awesome. We hear from people that they're looking for the monorail resorts because they don't want to ride a bus where they have to fold their stroller or they're dealing with a scooter and they're a little uncomfortable with the time it might take to load. Everyone's always so subconscious of those things. Great thing about the Skyliner, no folding strollers, scooters and wheelchairs right on. Even better thing about the Skyliner than the monorail for those scooter accommodations there's a separate scooter line. They have a car that pulls off, it loads the scooter, and then it gets back in line. You can take two minutes, you can take 30 minutes to load your scooter. Whatever you're comfortable with, nobody else is impacted. You should always do what's best for you, but I know people are self-conscious. So this way, knowing that it doesn't impact anybody else makes people feel better. And again, super easy, especially in the evening when the kids are asleep, not to fold that stroller coming home from two parks. Big bonus in my mind. So we've got plenty of options as far as where you can stay, depending upon the party that you're traveling with. A, a litany of dining options that we can go and see. Uh, it's connected right to the Skyliner. It gives you, gives you, you know, outside of the the monorail resorts, as you had mentioned, which gives you the quick access to the Magic Kingdom. This is in the heart of everything, and it gives you access to every single thing you could imagine. And as you mentioned in the beginning, you know, just the artwork in this resort is outstanding um, and not in a typical Disney way, but but using that Disney intellectual property and putting it into some some different type of artwork that you wouldn't see anywhere else on property. Let's put a bow on, on this Riviera Resort conversation. Is there anything else that we need to know if we're planning on visiting and maybe staying at the Riviera? Well, Jeff, you said the magic word. You said bow. This resort is the first resort to boast hidden minis. Most of us are familiar with the typical hidden Mickey. It's usually assigned by Imagineers because they're not allowed to put their name on their work anywhere. It started as their signature, and hidden Mickeys have really become incorporated all over, not just the resorts, but all the theme park areas. This resort posted up one. You'll find your hidden Mickey. But look in the carpet, look in the balcony railing, the hidden mini next to the hidden Mickey, you'll pick her out because she's wearing her bow. Something exciting to go and see, if for nothing else, to go to that resort just to spot the hidden mini. Sandy, uh, thank you so much for taking the time today and explaining this, this brand new and lovely resort to us. Thanks, Jeff. It was great chatting as usual. And that's going to do it this week for Let's Talk Diz. Be sure to reach out to those folks at Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services for any Disney destination planning. 
Make it a great week. And as always, keep making memories. <laughs>